0: Angel fans, is there any way that Angels owner Artie Moreno can get back into the good graces of Halo fans? You asked that question on Fan Mail Friday. Plus, you had a few other questions about free agents, breakout players, and a question that might be the most important question of all. Is it time to move on from calling all Angels? How dare you? We're answering all those questions on Fan Mail Friday. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels.
1: You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
0: day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you want to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed, please subscribe and become a Locked On everydayer. And whether you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more and new customers join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fanduel.com slash Locked on to get started.
1: Happy Friday to you, and thank you for being here for this fan mail Friday edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every single day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you,
0: aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And John, how about Locked On Everydayer Davey Brun seeing Again. Howie Kendrick at the local what? Vaughn's stater Brothers? Where was he? <laughs> He's in
1: Arizona, so it's got a weird name. I couldn't remember yes. what it was.
0: It's weird. But he <laughs> saw him, it was he great
1: it's great he uh listen it's our third season here at lockdown angels and we're so excited to be here five days a week for you monday through friday every single weekday on today's show we're getting fan mail friday back in the rotation mike now that we're back to five days a week and you ask which players are due for a breakout in 2024 why does it seem like Artie has gotten away with so many things and why would we platoon Shaunawell in a season when there's really no expectations we'll get to those questions and a whole lot more but first We had questions about whether or not the Angels will make any more moves before the season starts. Mike, why don't you start us out with that first question we got.
0: Yeah, should the Angels pursue Matt Chapman and dump Anthony Rendon? What do you Ah, think, Johnny? Emmanuel Monzon on Instagram
1: asked that question. Mike, uh, let's see. Uh, a third baseman who's a Scott Boris client entering his age 30 season who's going to make the most money of Don't his do
0: career. Don't
1: do it. Matt Chapman <laughs> is Anthony Rendon 2.0, my friend, and <laughs> Yep. So, Emmanuel, uh, I've been I've actually I'm actually glad you brought this up because I've been saying it a lot. Uh look, it's the same exact down to the age, down to the to the agent and mm-hmm. and situation mm-hmm. that Anthony Rendon was um, and Chapman actually has had a couple of back issues, uh, so he's got more indications of injury than Rendon had through his entire tenure with National. So uh, four years from now, we'll all be ticked off at Matt Chapman's <laughs> little cute comments to the media, while we've been two years away from Rendon. So no, I don't think the Angels should dump uh, Rendon for Matt Chapman because it is pretty much the exact same situation sounds good on paper but it it really is the same situation and it would be another risky move mike hey how about this one game over 27 on instagram says who thinks we're a snell and jd
0: martinez away from a competitive team what do you say mike i like the snell move I don't know if I like the J.D. Martinez move, and I know Mm. he he was in my GM episode. Here's why. I like that DH spot being open, John, Mm -hmm. and I like having the rotation of a few guys in that spot, especially somebody like a Joe Adele. Joe Adele, on yesterday's show, we talked about him, and we'll talk about uh, him again on this show, but he is somebody who, it sounds like, has been discussing playing every day. And that DH spot being open, I think allows him to play every day plus rotate into the outfield. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't want to take that away. I think that the angels, if they want to try to be a competitive team, I think they need an extra bat. Although I did watch a great interview with, and I don't remember who the GM was, but I did watch an interview with the GM. I think it might've been on foul territory. And and he said, we're not trying to be a competitive team. We're trying to win. Being a competitive huh. team means that you're you're almost there. Winning means that you're there. Yeah. And so I don't know if I want the angels to be a competitive team. And if it means signing a couple of guides so that they're almost that third wildcard team, I would rather see our young guys really flourish and really grow. What do you think? That's a
1: really good point about being competitive versus actually winning. And yeah. that distinction, I hadn't really thought about it that way before. Yeah. Uh, yes. They are a Snell and a Martinez away from being competitive. Are they a winning team? Well, that remains to be seen but yeah. i think they have just as much of a chance being a winning team with the team they currently have versus adding those two i will say snell what adds 10 wins to the total i mean mm. like that gets you maybe i mean they're projected for 71 and a half i think they'll beat that but if they're in the mid 80s they're a lot closer to a third wild card spot yeah. in my opinion but that has everything to do with the starting pitching and What they've yet to prove and what they need to be able to do this season, it it would be nice, Mike, because I've always said roll the dice in the short term plan for the long term and if you can get Snell on a deal that's, you know, three, five, seven years or whatever you can figure him into your rotation. The one thing I'm hesitant on is guys who have the qualifying offer attached to them. And Cody Bellinger was one of those guys. And I think even Snell might be one of those guys because he did get traded from the Rays to the Padres. And I think this is his first time being a free agent and they offered him the qualifying offer. Look, the Angels have four top 100 picks. And come the trade deadline, if they trade off Drury and all the one-year deals in the bullpen and any other kind of one-year deal that you could think of, they might be in good shape to add a ton of pieces, Mike, and get them ready for, you know, really a competitive window after this season. So those are my thoughts on at least Snell and JD. How about this one? Evan Haffer on Instagram said, well, the Angels sign any more free agents. Doesn't have to be one of the big ones left. Well, we just saw yesterday, Gio Urshela went off the board, one and a half million. Earlier this, well, earlier this week, Ahmed Rosario signed with the Rays for one and a half million. So that must have, Set the market. Tim Anderson, one-year deal, five million.
0: Mike, Built cheap too. The Angels could have made all of those deals. Why do you think they didn't? I don't think that they are in the market right now for anybody that's going to add payroll to this team that isn't going to be a significant move for them. and Okay, I
1: know that, Artie. Okay. I, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I was going to say, before you rudely interrupted me, I was going to say that that was what Artie had indicated, but it seems like that seems to be the move right now unless they really feel like it's going to reshape this team I think that what we'll find is that Perry is going to continue to sign some of these depth pieces and they're going to allow Ren Hifo and Joe Adele and some of those guys to really run this season. And And maybe that's the philosophy and maybe that's the approach that is the best approach for the angels. I know the angel fans would love to see this team actually win. We're not sure if they're going to do that with this roster, any more free agents that they sign that aren't big money, free agents aren't necessarily going to move the needle. So I, I would say I'd be surprised, and I would say no, if the Angels do sign any more free agents. I know I just am talking out both sides
1: of my mouth with the qualifying offer thing, but Cody Bellinger makes a huge difference in this lineup. Yeah, Power lefty bat. I know that we have Mickey Moniak, um, but Bellinger has just a a better approach, or at least he did last season, um, in terms of, not striking out as much as, yeah. as Mickey Moniak does now to be fair, Moniak's young. He's really just got his first taste of the bigs in terms of a full season last year. So we'll see what happens with that,
0: but it's just not, not anybody is like, Oh, you gotta go get that no. guy. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. John, I think, I, I think it's interesting that these guys haven't signed and we're already starting spring training games mm-hmm. and, and, I wonder if there is going to be a situation or a circumstance where Cody Bellinger signs for one year, $20 million yeah. or one year, $15 million, right? And even Blake Snell, maybe a, right. a two-year, you know, $40 million or something well, like that, right? Cody Bellinger just, just did a prove-it deal. And then yeah. S-
1: Blake Snell is coming off as of Cy Young. And you're telling me he's going to require a prove-it deal as yeah. well? Like, it's just... This whole thing is silly. I I honestly think it's all Boris's
0: I was just gonna ask you that question. Do you think yeah. it's the player or do you think it's Boris? I'm gonna lean in the direction of Boris as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. Well, you you look at what Boris said when Eric Hosmer retired. Uh well, you know, the news came out that Eric Hosmer retired, but when Boris got signed or got Hosmer signed, he was like, so glad that Hosmer proved all the analytics wrong, and da 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 da, and just gotta have a guy that goes out there. It's like talk about being out of touch. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the yeah. rest of Osmer's career was just the pits. Mike, how about this question here? Richard uh, Richard Scary on Twitter. It might be Scary. There's two R's actually. Uh, on Twitter said, if the Angels don't make any other major signings, nothing more than eight million dollars a year,
0: what's the fallout with straight up ignoring Trout's wishes? What do you hmm. say? Well, remember when Trout said, y'all know Artie, <laughs> yeah. right? And so I think that Trout has a great understanding of who his owner is. And I think that Trout in his relationship with his owner, he understands that he probably doesn't have too much sway when it comes to signing particular people. And mm-hmm. Trout, I don't think is a threat, honestly, John. I don't think mm-hmm. that he is a guy that would make you really nervous. Although what we talked about earlier this week and what he talked about, he said what he said, and it was probably the most, powerful well, He said strongest. like unless unless something changes like yeah yeah he, he said I'm here
1: unless something changes and so it's like well what's what's the change right I took it as a threat I honestly well, did
0: like I think I see it that way I I, I hear what you're saying but but a, a threat from Mike Trout is different than a threat from Derek Jeter a threat from Mike okay. Trout is different than a threat from Kobe Bryant right yeah. like I I think that that's the thing that that's the dynamic that's at play here. And right. so if they don't make a move, I don't I don't necessarily think that Artie's really nervous about that. And hmm. and I don't know how you make him nervous about that. And if Mike Trout leaves, I don't know if he cares, to be honest well, with you, yeah. because Shohei is gone as well. And so I don't think that that really keeps him up at night and and if if Mike Trout is really upset, then I think that Artie would go sweet. We can get your thirty-plus million-dollar contract off our books. Absolutely. How? <laughs> look, what, what do we need to do? So, I, I to answer the question, I don't think that they're even thinking about that. To yeah. Be, to be quite honest with you.
1: Well, and you're not wrong in the sense that if there's another signing coming this way, it's it's got to be a, a needle mover. I hate that term, but like it, yeah. it's got to be something that. It's got to be a the, Roman Reigns. <laughs> it just it's got to turn the dial up some. It's got to yeah. significantly change this team. So. I think that's what Richard's kind of asking here is like, if there's no other signings that aren't, you know, 8 million plus a year, then then what are they doing with with Trout? And right. why are they ignoring him? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I don't know what the fallout would be, but uh, it, it certainly doesn't bode well to uh, ignore and displease the best player on your team. Hey, we want right. to thank you for making On Angels your first listen every day. Get this, guys. We're back to it. The Angels play the Dodgers on Saturday, 1210 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. All you got to do is search Angels. And we're just getting started here on Lockdown Angels. Coming up, we're getting into some questions about Artie Marino. Can he get back in the good graces of Angel fans? We're going to answer that question and many more coming right up.
0: John, y'all know the story. Last year. ready for the show and i'm moving my ottoman in my living room had a glass of water knocks over the water it was great because we have a ring camera on the inside of the house so we've been able to re-watch it and laugh about it constantly Uh, the reason why i'm telling you this story is because i really struggled with getting the files off of my laptop Uh, i was really thankful because my old laptop did start up and i was it took about an hour or two to get it off and put it on a hard drive know, I didn't have anything in, uh, backed it, up. It, I didn't it, have anything backed up at all. <laughs>
1: that scene in uh, uh, Episode 1, Phantom Menace, when Anakin's in the pod racer, and he goes, It's working! It's
0: working! That's what Mike did on the phone with me when his laptop finally <laughs> fired up. It's totally me. Yeah, absolutely. would have been much easier to get those files off with... A new sponsor of Locked On Angels, Backblaze. Backblaze is an unlimited cloud backup for Macs, PCs, and businesses for just $99 a year. With Backblaze, you can easily protect all the data on your machines automatically. They also offer multiple restore options, including rapid recovery in the event of data loss or ransomware. You can access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using their web, iOS, or Android apps. Backblaze even offers the option of a hard drive restore. You can send in the hard drive and then get it back within 30 days. They've restored over 55 billion files for customers. That's a lot of spills. Uh, backblaze.com slash locked on MLB is where you need to go. And that way they know that you came from our show. So again, backblaze.com slash locked on MLB. They're recommended by the New York Times, Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5, and so much more. So receive a fully featured, no-risk free trial at Backblaze.com slash MLB. Go there, mess with it, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Once again, here's the website: Backblaze.com slash locked on MLB.
1: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. Every dayers, don't forget to hop on over to Locked On Sports today on YouTube. It's the world's first 24-7 national sports streaming channel, where they're covering the top stories across the sports world every single day, 24-7, 365, from the local experts of Locked On and the national shows as well. So head on over to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and hit
0: subscribe. Johnny, we have a voicemail from Gary from Boise, Idaho, who's a Locked On or So let's hear what Gary has to say. Gary from Boise,
1: Idaho, please have some mercy for Mr. Moreno as owners. This year, an average Dodger baseball ticket is over $300. The Angels will allow this year... Four tickets, four hot dogs, and four small drinks for a working family for only $44, making the greatest pastime available
0: for the average person.
1: Thank you. Gary from Boise, Idaho, thank you for your voicemail. Mike, did he sneak in a Coca-Cola Friends and Family
0: Fun Pack ad <laughs> on Los on Angels? Gary, mercy is for the week. there's no mercy in this dojo right Right. um i love that they have these deals i love that the angels have these deals and quite honestly they're gonna need a whole lot more of these deals because they don't have much to come and see at least on paper right now and so gary I'll give some mercy there. Yes, I love taking my family to Angel Stadium and not having to sell a kidney to get there. Dodger <laughs> tickets are really expensive. I have some Dodger fans in my circle of community, and hmm. they're like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to go to the game. And I said, oh, that sucks. Where's that Jerry Seinfeld uh, eating popcorn? That's a shame. That's a
1: shame. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yes. I, I got to say, too, uh, to address Gary's point, I think he's, he's totally valid in the sense that, like, yes, things have remained affordable. Yeah. But what I will say is, Mike, they were affordable when the angels were good too true and so true. I, I i totally understand the the emphasis on keeping things affordable but we can be affordable and good and yeah. that's really that's really all we're asking for and so yeah. the, the stuff we said about Artie and the mistakes that have been made and the lack of investment in player development and what really matters in terms of having a winning team it those can both happen and i think that's where our frustration comes from so i appreciate gary's point but both can be true. Mike, how about Nick Vott on Instagram? He said, why is it already taking more heat for his involvement in the corrupt stadium deal? Just a reminder to everybody that there was some bribery going on from the former mayor of Anaheim in terms of working out a deal with the angels to sell the stadium. And there was a, Hey, if you donate to my campaign, then I'll uh, make it a lot easier on you to, to buy the stadium and, and that sort mm. of thing. So, Look, uh, Harry, Harry sadu who was, you know, a part of... The, he was the mayor, and the yeah. FBI investigated him, and now he's going to, uh, you know, be in trouble for that. But the angels in the art and already kind of didn't really ha- have any attention drawn to them, Mike. What's that about?
0: Here's here's what I've noticed about things like this, and when you see big organizations or big-name people involved in some of the stuff like this. The, the main bad guy always gets taken down, and then the not so bad guys like like Thanos goes down but then Ronan (laughs) kind of still is around right and so I I think in this in this circumstance I think they went after the main bad guy and perhaps they're like okay that was sufficient and that's okay and we're not going to spend any more money however what you do see over the years is eventually some of these lower tier on the street level villains they end up they end up getting in trouble and it, it <laughs> takes a while, but they end up getting in trouble because they end up finding out like, hey, there's a whole lot more connected to this guy than just that one situation. So it may not be an immediate thing. It might actually be a a, a few years type of thing. And honestly, this is just me like talking out my butt, but quite honestly, it might be that Artie and him is kind of being cheap with the angels right now might be that he sees maybe some investigation coming his way and he's got to pony up a lawyer and do all Mm -hmm. of those things. This is just Mike's opinion. No, there's no evidence of that, but it may be one of the reasons why he's been kind of cheap because he's been withholding his resource in the event that something pretty terrible could come his way. Well, there was certainly,
1: it's not as if the angels didn't know what was going on. I mean, like there was, there was a, a fake city council meeting where everybody was rehearsing what they were going to say during the, uh, passing and the sale of the stadium to the angels and so it's like are we just gonna overlook that so right yeah it's a very good question from nick and i think you're right i think they they went after you know prime suspect number one right and number two and three are are still out there and maybe they don't give a darn about it uh at the end of the day mike how about this one ian alexander on instagram said what can arty do to try and win back the fans if anything. Uh, well, the
0: word's in there, win. That's that's what he can try to do. <laughs> he can try to have this team win. Not just be competitive, but he can have this team win. And I know that people talk often, even Mike Trout said, you know, Artie spends money. Uh, don't spend money. Spend specific, strategic, thoughtful money on players that are gonna help your team. That's yeah. what you need to do. And I think Perry Manassian is a guy who's been able to manage some of that stuff. And he's got a really good young core that if they play to their potential, I think that this team could be a whole lot of fun to watch this season, which might be why Mike Trout wouldn't be so frustrated because he's got an Ohapi and a Neto around him who are potential superstars. And so he may not be so frustrated because of that. But I think Artie needs to win. This team needs to win. And winning does solve a lot of problems, right? Yeah.
1: yeah. For me, it's you got to sell.
0: <laughs> like mm. you want to you want to get back in the good graces.
1: You got to go out with a blaze of glory and, and sell this team and do everything you can and whatever year is your last to to make it count. And I thought he wanted to do mm-hmm. that last year. Yeah. Uh, but apparently he wants to stick around. He Mike, got you, unfinished business, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been in the bathroom for hours. <laughs> Listen, uh, you said spend money wisely. And I've often said Rendon, they needed a third baseman when yeah. they signed Rendon. We would yeah. have much rather have had like a Zach Wheeler or Garrett Cole. Obviously, those didn't work out. Um, but I will say this, if Rendon has been this guy since the nationals that everyone's really frustrated with and whatnot, maybe you didn't do your research, Billy Mm -hmm. Epler. Maybe Artie Marino didn't do his research because everybody's saying this is nothing new. He's been the same guy since he came up with the nationals. And so if it's a problem now, you should have, you should have done some research into the third baseman
0: that you were getting at that point. Epler feels very incompetent. Honestly. Well, he's suspended he just, now, so. Yeah. I mean, he's just not done a great job, right? Look, in, if, if know, he,
1: gets in, he gets in trouble for using the IL incorrectly, yeah, don't all 30 teams, right, like, fudge the <laughs> you IL? You got in trouble for it? Yeah, and you got caught? Yeah. Billy Epler? Yeah. yeah.
0: I don't know all right, Johnny, Dune Skies, on the thought you just brought up, Dune Skies on Instagram asked, if already sold the team, who would you want to have purchased the Angels and why? I know that we've
1: danced around this question a lot, but, like, Joe Lacob me Mm. the you know part owner of the Golden State Warriors he's an Angels fan he worked at Angels Stadium when he was younger uh I think about you you've made this comparison a lot Mike Steph Curry and Mike Trout like Joe Lacob knows how to have uh, a team superstar and build a winning team around him and a winning culture around him and because he's been a fan in the past I think that he would want to see the Angels succeed and bring some victories to
0: Anaheim so Joe Lacob for me how about you Yeah. TKO group, John. Uh, I love Joe. but I I wanted to find somebody else, like somebody random and, and the TKO group is just great at being very good at putting a great product out there in front of you. And so, and they have a ton of money. So if it's not going to be Joe Lackup because I don't pick the same guy, I'm thinking like out of the box thinking here, I didn't want to see Mark Cuban because I knew it would have been eaten alive by a lot of everydayers. So let's try the TKO group. Let's see what they can figure out. Can you imagine having a little WWE UFC? And the Angels? I think it would be great.
1: I told you we were starting Angels Pro Wrestling the other day with all those giant bullpen guys that yeah. we have yeah. uh, in the in the pen, Mike. How about this one from Russ at Halo Collect on Twitter? Um, first, he did... He, he said, this is great. He said, I have a bronze-level question for you <laughs> and a gold-level question for you. Let's start with the gold. Will Perry uh, spearheading... With Perry spearheading the current rebuild, does he deserve a contract extension to see it through? My opinion is, yeah, Yep. because... Who else is gonna who Who are they gonna bring in at this point? To you know, David Stearns went to the Mets. Like all the best names out there, are with other teams at this point, and so I think you let Perry kind of see that through. Mike, why don't you read his uh, bronze level question? Yeah,
0: he was wondering if it's time to retire. Calling all angels at the ballpark, and what would you replace it with, John? You have a you have a great thought here, so go ahead and share it.
1: Yeah, I was thinking maybe like a remix of "Back in the Saddle Again" uh, by the singing cowboy Gene Autry. Uh, it's it wouldn't fire anybody up so that's why you would have to kind of remix it and yeah, like yeah. you know add some like instrumentation to it because it's a very uh, it's a very old country song mike uh-huh. and so yep. you really maybe you could take the lyrics and add some cool instrumentation to it but other than that like it's got to be like a u2 song or something with like nostalgia like where the me streets, up, right where yeah. the streets have no name like maybe you play up the fact that when the angels arrived Anaheim was like pretty small and and the way it's grown where the streets have no name and now they have names like is what I'm (laughs) trying to get at here but I I, as much as like cringy as calling all angels can be it's like the perfect amount of like early to mid 2000s nostalgia yep and like as much as I want to be like calling all angels again that you get there at the stadium and you're like Right, Fired me up. This is pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. What are you that. gonna do? It's. Uh, <laughs> it, it, I don't think it's going away anytime soon.
0: No. Hey, friends! I want to tell you about Logics Credit Union. They have the best lineup in LA right now for auto loans. They have uh, a great lineup. Starting off with the proven and dependable new and used vehicle loans. You can count on these guys to give you low rates and save you big time bucks. Next up, they've got an exciting rookie sensation in their electric vehicle loans with super low rates and flexible payment terms. And then rounding out their lineup, they've got the auto refinancing loans and lease buyout loans. With Logics, you can lower your monthly payments and then get on the road to owning your car a whole lot faster. Seriously, nobody beats Logics, And so check out your local Logics branch in the LA area and let one of their amazing team help you or... You can apply online in minutes at logicsbanking.com slash car. That's logicsbanking.com slash car. And today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can get a
1: huge dub with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Listen, right now, new customers, I'm talking to you, you can get 150 bucks in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. So if you put down 5 bucks and you win, congratulations. You just made 150 bonus bucks if your bet wins so you can bet on all your favorite nba players and teams with quick bets and live same game parlays exclusive props and so much more so even if your team doesn't win you can still win with fanduel all you got to do is visit fanduel.com slash locked on get that w again that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel
0: is the official sportsbook partner of the nba Johnny, how about some rapid-fire questions here? Guy in green on Twitter and mannyman2112 had a similar question. Uh, wanted to know our breakout players for position player, uh, relief pitcher, starting pitcher, and would love to know our thoughts. Bonus also from Angels Farm. So give me your thoughts first.
1: Yeah, so uh, position-wise, I'm going to say Renhifo. I think if you get that guy in there every single day, it's, it's kind of hard to pick a breakout guy from the position because I feel like they're all primed. Yeah, to breakout, or yeah. we've seen a little bit of them. But for me, it's Renhifo. I think if he gets in there every single day, I think that's gonna make all the difference for him. Relief arm, Mike Adam Simber for me, mm. the funky, the funky lefty, yep. right. And yep. so the fact that he has had, or maybe he's a righty. My bad, he's a righty. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Funky lefty. I'm <laughs> um, so used to saying funky lefty, funky yeah. righty, but he's a funky arm slot guy. And sometimes you need a guy like that. Look, he had a terrible season last year. Uh, but I do think that injury had a lot to do with it. So I'm excited for them to make use of Adam Simber when the time comes. I'm sure we'll see a lot of him this season. Starting pitcher, Mike, for me, Davis Daniel. I mm. think that he's going to get some spot starts. I think he's going to mostly spend his time in the minors. But when they need him to come up and make a, a spot start, I think that he's going to really impress people. And again, that's, my, that's our spring training hot take, too, is when you see Davis Daniel out there. He's going to turn some eyes. Finally, Kyron Paris from the Angels Farm. I think that he's going to continue to do what he does well and steal bags and use his speed. Hopefully, we see him increase that batting average and make a little bit more contact this uh, this season. How about you, Mike? What are your uh, your picks to click here?
0: Uh, position player is Joe Adele. Okay. Relief pitcher is Jose Soriano. I know I had a great year last year, but I think he's going to be really good this year. Starting pitcher is going to be reed detmers i want him to get 20 wins i want him to reach that goal and i think he's Let's going go. to be really impressive and then angels farm jordan adams all Watch right out for jordan adams he's a linebacker who's going to just mow the baseball over this year <laughs> hey david neves on twitter said why do you guys want to platoon seanowell in a
1: season with no expectations shouldn't we want him to get as many at bats against lefties as possible so he can learn to hit them i think that's a great point uh in my opinion mike it was just i wanted to get ranifo yeah. In there at the top of the order. Yeah. Seems like Wash uh, is is kind of changing his mind about that. We're actually going to talk about that on Monday. Yeah. Uh, what's your opinion on Sean Owell, uh, uh, I, and Well platoon?
0: I don't necessarily think that we said, or at least I said that we want him to pl- platoon, but I do think that having him in there against uh, right-handers is more important than having a right-hander against lefties. However it bats against lefties doesn't mean that you're going to improve. He may just not be good. And so I I do agree. Like I want him to get as many bats at bats as he can, but I do want to see him be successful. And I don't want to have him struggle all season long.
1: The other thing too, uh, to answer David's question is the angels have options and, and they have those lefty righty matchups that they can utilize. And so I figure why not, why not use those options when you have that choice? I mean, we could have the same conversation about Hicks. Like, Hicks is going to come in for Moniac. Don't you want Moniac to get better against lefties in a season that doesn't really matter? Um, well, their plan is to use Hicks in those situations. And so, um, it, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of somewhere walking that line of uh, you know, platooning and not platooning. They they got options. And I think that's a really good place to be, Mike. I love this. Danger's my middle name on Instagram said, how will they retire 27? Dual Vladdy and Trout retirements or separate what
0: do you say Mike I think it's Trout's because Trout's leading the team in home runs and I think he's going to have all of the records and I think they give it to Trout no disrespect to Vladdy I love Vlad Guerrero but I think Mike Trout gets number 27 what do you think
1: yeah I think I think I'm with you at this point um look we both watched all of Vladdy's Angels tenure and obviously they had a lot of success because of Vladimir Guerrero so uh but at this point in terms of history it's it's got to be trout coming up with the team yeah and so far playing his entire career here i think it's going to end up being trout at the end of the day hey mike let's go to a a voicemail here we got james from orange county hey what's up guys this is james from orange county um
0: hey i just listened to uh one of the podcasts this week where you guys talking about rendon and how he needs to have a little more self-awareness uh i partially agree I also think that he has a ton of self awareness and he just really enjoys being the villain. Um, I'm curious to what you guys think about that. Uh, especially like thinking about uh, how he talks about his faith so much. Uh, I myself am a person of faith and uh, I just find it a little ironic to say you prioritize that but then act like the villain on purpose, um, and purposely treat media poorly and, um, just kind of have a bad attitude all the time. So here's to what you guys think. I think he does it on purpose. I think he enjoys it. Uh, but want to hear what you guys think. Thanks, guys. See
1: ya. James, thanks for your voicemail, my friend Mike. Does Anthony Rendon enjoy playing the villain, and how does that fly in the face of... I'm a man of faith. I'm a family man. Like what, I just what do we say? I think
0: he's exasperated. I think he's just he's tired and and worn out and he doesn't have a passion for it. When you're doing a job you don't have passion for, then it's gonna come out in your interactions with the people around you. And he's just annoyed. He's just annoyed to have to do all of those things. And I don't know if he's actually thinking about how that does impact his conversation about his faith, mm-hmm. because faith always Always is on display, and so the, the the question of like, man, what kind of faith do you have? Because you don't seem like a really <laughs> nice guy, right? That 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 unfortunately is what is out there. And then he also said, you know, people didn't like Barry Bonds, and they don't really know me. And well, then give us a chance to know you. Yeah, you don't really give us a chance to know you. All that we've seen is Anthony Rendon bobbing and weaving and punching the air, right? Give us a chance to know you, yeah. and and answer the questions with authenticity, which I appreciate in the candidness, but also answer it with like kindness <laughs> you know add some kindness to your to your words
1: the the outlet to fans getting to know you is fortunately or unfortunately the media yeah so when you're when you're sarcastic and and things like that I mean that's that's the perception that we're going to get of you I mean look at the way we heard from trout look at the way we've heard from the young guys so far this spring like we have a very good positive perception of them because they really put their heart and soul into this. And with Rendon, you're right. I, I, his one connection to the fans is via the media, and he's not done a very good job with that. So, yeah, perhaps he does like playing the villain, but perhaps it's more exasperation, like you were saying. Hey,
0: thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. A reminder: The Angels play the Dodgers on Saturday at twelve ten Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels.
1: Hey, give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and
0: Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck for Monday's show? Well, we're going to recap the two games this weekend, but we're also going to talk about something you hinted at. Wash gave out his potential starting lineup, and so we're going to talk about the players that he's got leading off and who he's got in the middle, and it's kind of a fascinating lineup. We think it might just work. Let's talk about it on Monday on Locked On Angels. All right, looking forward to that conversation. Have
1: a great weekend. Enjoy spring training games again Saturday. Angels Dodgers. We're looking forward to that. We'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike.
0: And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John.
1: Thanks for being here with us, everybody, and we'll see you back here on Monday.